What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Buddy, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, Christmas edition. Yes, that's right. We've got Christmas on the mind talking about the Jetsons. Who picked this one? I don't know. Anyway, this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanis. I am Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. Chan is already exhausted by this. <laughs> I I just, I got nothing. I got nothing left. And yeah, you got a long <laughs> night ahead of you, too. I even tried like, jumping in to, to screw up your intro, and I just didn't have the... Uh, <laughs> I noticed the you didn't even have the heart. Did yeah. not have to do it. Hey, uh, oh, whatever. That's how you truly know you've given up. <laughs> when the insufferable bits just don't come anymore. It's just... <laughs> oh, whatever. When you won't even raise an eyebrow to make fun of ray <laughs> wow should i be offended or excited yeah. i mean you should always be offended uh-huh agree that's why i'm offended all the time in it that's why I, <laughs> I try and i try and make sure that everyone around me is constantly assuming that i i am belittling and mocking them so mm-hmm. that then i don't have to do that work of belittle and mocking i just know that they're already feeling bad about themselves and it's my fault. Yeah, good. always on edge. Yeah, I was back in the day was so good at belittling and mocking people to their face without them even realizing it that yeah. it started to become less fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really should stab people in the chest and not the back. It wasn't even the yeah, back. Yeah, like, I, I like them to see right my eyes. I like them to see my yeah. eyes as the yeah. light goes out of theirs. Uh, when I think of Gina, I think of that German soldier in uh, Saving Private Ryan who is like sitting on top of the American guy. He's like, please, please, please don't. And as he's slowly pushing the knife into his chest. Oh, yeah. Um, that's uh, We call that the Ippolito special. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let the Ippolito special shine a light on me. Wow. Ippolito special shine a never loving light on me. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> So if you haven't guessed by this point, this show is right about all of us are about to like leave town, go on vacation, get out Mm -hmm. the door. And Mm -hmm. so you'd understand if only Gina cares about this episode. You're getting our C material and that's final. I'm always on my A material. That's just how professionals do it. Mm. Yeah, but your A material is really kind of like B plus at best for other folks. So I mean, look, I was a B plus student all throughout school, so okay. I'll take it. 
Fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, I was a C student. What does that mean? You can uh, it means that when your way I, out. It, <laughs> it means that when I don't try at all and don't do assignments, I get a B plus. And when you try, you get a C. Oh, Gina, you come on. You think I tried? <laughs> I <it>. do. <laughs> yeah. Gina, it's like we just met. <laughs> Ray is someone who will see you next Tuesday. Oh, Jesus God. Student. See, uh, look, that's that's all. That's the best you're getting out of Chan today, everybody. So I'm just saying we're like what two minutes in. Be ready because that's that's where we're at. We'll understand uh, if you want to just you know take the rest of the year off. Just I'm already checked out. I'm I'm waiting to get to this sweet sweet Jetsons episode, so I'm already checked out of your pre-show banter, sir. Wow, that is, I'm uh, you're going to be real disappointed because <laughs> this uh, it was. I don't, Let me I just don't ask know. a question. I this what this didn't make me as upset as like the Sonic did or some of the other stuff we've watched. I don't really care for the Jetsons. I like it better than the Flintstones, but having now watched it with fresh eyes, I do not like it at all. Um, but it didn't like, it's not like it's quote unquote bad. It's, it's good for its time. It's just that we're so much better as a culture now. And like, I would say that there's a lot of very famous, very talented voice actors in it. I'm sure that there were some talented writers involved. I just, it's just you get a certain one thing out of the Jetsons, and in the year 2022, that thing just doesn't land anymore, right? Am I crazy? I just, for me, it was just that it was aggressively lazy. Yeah. Um, like uh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the gags to the pacing to uh, just like the writing and storytelling throughout was just, just like, well, who cares? Just make the thing and get it out there. And, you know, these idiot children will watch it. Yeah, so. yeah. I I actually I I have decided not to tell you guys what I think about episodes beforehand just because I think <laughs> sometimes Chan is a contrarian. But I I agree. I, I we've watched enough of these now that I do think that the writers are just sort of like, oh God, a holiday special. Which, like, if anyone is familiar with regular show, they went all out on their holiday episodes, like all out on their Halloween episodes, all out on Thanksgiving. They really did it. And those were some of the best episodes. So seeing cartoons where the writers are very clearly like, I don't know, what are some famous movies that we can sort of loosely parody that have been parodied a billion times before that we're not going to put any interesting spin on. And then let's just, just do a very by the books. Like I thought Sonic was kind of boring. Sonic Christmas was kind of boring. Smurfs made me mad, but overall was kind of boring. This also was pretty boring. Although of the ones we've watched this year, this is probably the least offensive. I, you, I would say the the thing that made me angry is it was sort of like a, like none of the layers of badness were particularly bad, but there were just so many of them. It was like sleeping under a uh, uh, one of those weighted blankets of of. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, like much like the Flintstones did very lazy wordplay, the Jetsons just, just put space in front of it, and then and then it's joke. I mean, to be fair, that did lead to in the '90s when uh, 
when uh, we would just put space in front of everything kind of ironically. <laughs> and that was that was pretty fun. I, I really kind of uh, enjoyed that. To be fair, I though, yeah, like, I, I remember was... when Elon Musk bought X and then the 90s came along and then it had to become SpaceX. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I uh, I see what you were going for there. Yeah, I do too. It's, I'm I'm exhausted yeah. of it. <laughs> I was hoping uh, that you were talking about ecstasy, and we're gonna like you know craft some sort of alternate history where you know like he was responsible for fentanyl or something like that. But well, <laughs> Chan, Gina, check under your seats. There's something taped to it. Oh the my god! Go. We're doing fentanyl cast, everybody. Oh, oh I, t- I touched it, and now I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. That's, I how, was... that's how drugs absolutely uh, work. Gina, I know I you're not walking. dead from touching fentanyl because you're not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you obey the laws of science. But if there's a camera around, I'm absolutely going to make a terrified face so everyone thinks that I died of fentanyl. <laughs> it's actually, you know, there, you notice there's two pills. One is fentanyl. One is ecstasy. I just took them both. I, I, I just wanted to make yeah. sure I got the best bang for my buck. Yeah. I mean, they'll even they'll even each other out. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm it, put on my, uh, my finest suit and I'll walk into the bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to touch some fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you want to get dangerous? Want to come over and touch some fentanyl with me? <laughs> I like it. The idea that Chan puts on his finest suits, he makes amends, he, he writes all his letters, and then he goes in his bedroom and he touches fentanyl. And then 10 hours later, he just goes, huh, wonder if this is going to happen soon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this just cocaine all along? God damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Disappointing. What a delight. Yeah, Gina, so you were disappointed in all three Christmas specials. Maybe it's time to stop doing seasonal material. No, hell no. Okay. Here's the thing. I, here's what I want for my Christmas specials. I either want them to be so bad that like, that all I can talk about for a month with anyone, I'm talking bank tellers, I'm talking the guy that stops next to me at the red light, is this horrible experience that I had with this holiday show or i want them to inspire some joy in me about the holidays and so far these have all just been sort of boring to where i can't get like super mad i mean the the little like kid with the sick mom last time made me kind of mad but in terms of like you know inspiring any joy or inspiring hatred that will last a lifetime really really letting me down this year if you're looking for a show to inspire joy i'm just not sure it's this one (laughs) I feel uh, like uh, I'm a little bit of Gina's rubbing off on me because <laughs> once I've seen this list of of shows that have holiday specials, I'm like, well, we got to do them all. Yeah, so many of them. Oh, we just gotta, no, just never ending. I, Listen, I like- on our deathbeds, when we are like when we are listing off our regrets and our greatest accomplishments, like you do on your deathbed. Indeed. I want to be able to say I have watched every cartoon Christmas special that ever was. Yeah. That'll be both my greatest accomplishment and my greatest regret. I was going to say, I'll just write, I'll just say knowing it's half the podcast and let people make their own decision about which it is. I was talking to a buddy of mine tonight. Uh, I said, oh, we watched uh, this this week. We're watching the Jetsons Christmas special. He said, oh, this is the G.I. Joe podcast. They don't have a G.I. Joe Christmas special. And I said, look, buddy, <laughs> after seven plus years of G.I. Joe, you don't there's no more G.I. Joe Christmas specials to go around. 
That and we know he was of. horrified. <laughs> <laughs> he said seven plus years. And I said, yes, I make very good life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But someday we will have watched every cartoon that was wrong. ever made. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not excited about it, but here we are. <laughs> you you know you are. Deep down in your heart, I think you are excited. When we finish all the G.I. Joes, do we just turn this show into a Christmas special <laughs> show? Yeah. Well, might as well. I mean, what else we're going to do with our lives? I figure we catch up on Rubik's. Uh, there's probably more Masters of the Universe, uh, Re- Revelation, season two. Look, they could stop making cartoons right now, and we would, in in the amount of time that we will be, still be alive, which is, I would say, roughly 12 years for Chan, eight years for Ray, and 59 years for me. Wow. Give me eight more years? Watch. That's very kind of you. <laughs> We could watch. We still would not be able to watch all the cartoons. So no, we will never run out of material. Yeah, exactly. We chose a good theme. Yeah, we chose a theme that <laughs> lasts a long time. I don't. I mean, oh, to be fair, we chose GI Joe, and then quickly realized our mistake that that would not last a lifetime. No, no. But it kind of still is, though. We still have like four plus more seasons of G.I. Joe cartoons to watch. A lot more than I ever thought would be. And yeah. I know. I, I will cry the day that we are done with all G.I. Joe. Like I, I wanted to, I want GI Joe to last forever. Otherwise I don't, I'm missing the through line here. If we, what are we just going to become a random cartoon? I mean, we would, we would have to start from the beginning at that point. Otherwise I'll lose my mind. (laughs) Go back to the start again. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, Um, I thought GI Joe would be a good idea because I was like, well, you know, I can put up with like two years of Ray. And then we, we move on with our lives. And turns out that's not the case. Um, real, real sad about that one. Is this, wait, you guys, this is, I mean, you have both. This is my only podcast that I've hosted. I've guested on a lot of podcasts, but this is my only podcast I've ever hosted. So mm-hmm. this, you guys, that is not the same case. Is this your longest running podcast ever? Yes. Are you asking if this is the longest podcast relationship I've ever been in? Yes. I mean, yes. Not by a lot, though, honestly. Oh. Yeah, you, what, you had some big jerks? runs before I came around. Science Jerks made it for five years, so, you know. I mean, we've outpaced that. But we're, we're at what, like seven and a half? I declare us the winner over Science Jerks. I mean, we did a lot of video content, too, though. So, mm. you know, until you're willing to uh, you know, turn on your camera. I mean, I just need, I just need some some notice i can turn on my camera i just need some notice that i'm not pantsless right you know how cameras work right i point it at my crotch and take off my pants and then turn on the camera i i feel like you've had a succession of uh boyfriends you really should (laughs) never have dated and they've given you some some bad intel like real bad (laughs) abusive i'm just gonna say abusive there's lots of other uses for for a camera like you could just zoom and not go into work. That's a thing you could do. Wait, what? oh, like zoom in on your crotch when you're pantsless. That is, is that no, no, and that's. I think that's why you lost several of those jobs. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want to like tell you how to live your life, but 
Look, I might have lost those jobs, but they all gave me glowing letters of recommendation. Is that is that what was on those papers? Glow? <laughs> Why are we not talking about uh, Jesus Christ? So this is this is somebody's first episode of the podcast and they're wondering why oh, yeah. we're still doing this instead of talking about the Jetsons. Yeah, the that's a good point. The to the Jetsons is pretty iconic, if you okay, think I'm about it. Oh, that's great. This cartoon is crap. Let's go back this to cartoon talking about it. Yeah, I understand why we would <laughs> want to spend the first 15 plus minutes not talking about the Jetsons, because honestly, as Gina said, the Jetsons is boring. Uh, as I said, this, this show just doesn't, it just, I don't know, it, there was a time and a place when this show mattered, quote unquote. And we're just not there anymore. This is just a show that's well past its time. And I think it would be a good time to set it to pasture. This is why we typically only watch shows from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, this was like the the reboot. Like it was in the 60s version. And, and I, I wasn't even paying attention because this oh, was like it? 82 or something like that. Uh, when it came on, I'm like, oh, there's that weird little uh, alien oh, the, thing. The, the slinky legs. Right, this is going to be even trashier than, you know. That's so funny you say that, because when I saw that weird-looking cute alien, I was just like, oh, man, he was already back in season two of this show? But no, you're right. It was the reboot. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. And that's uh, But this was 1985. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but they did a good job. Like, the animation still looks the same. Like, if you showed me this 1985 version and uh, the previous version they the animation's the same you'd be like wow they haven't uh have not gotten any better technology in 20 years <laughs> yeah Hooray. Oh, no i don't boy. like it when they try and update stuff and give it like all new Make flavors and i don't yeah. like it yeah i hate it when they try as well yeah <laughs> trying that's for sucks mm-hmm we had a pretty banging cover of deck the halls almost right off the bat in this show though uh-huh. Gina, you're used to the word banging. I just don't think uh, applies. Uh, I went I just, in with low expectations. I mean, <laughs> I, I could name some bangers. I wouldn't call the deck the halls from this episode of the Jetsons on that list. <laughs> Put it out there. Can we hear a little bit of it, Robert Clark Chan? No. No. Uh, if only to show up, Gina, because that is, uh, we, we need to know, everybody needs to know what terrible taste she has. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I like it. What? I like it. It's, it's just generic orchestra. I like that orchestra. Somewhere there is an orchestra, and that is like the like one of their biggest claim to fames, and you just crushed their hopes. What what hopes? That that they would they would get on the Billboard top one hundred bangers chart? <laughs> Like right next to Megan the Stallion and Gautier. Is he still a thing? I don't know. Okay. Let's pretend that he is. Okay. Good for you, Gautier. Yeah. I had an improv teacher once named Gautier, but um, if I remember right, he wasn't, he was kind of a scumbag. So. Um. No, no, he had a goatee. Yay. Oh, no, that's Kevin Goatee of the Gutting the Sacred Cow show. Yay. So uh, besides the theme song, which I, you know, and the family guy did the bit already, but like, it really does bother me. 
that uh, George Jetson pulls the wallet out to give uh, his wife Jane money for shopping. And he pulls out like whatever it is, a hundred bucks. And she ends up taking the rest of his wallet and leaving it with a hundred bucks. So that was clearly not his intention. And it, it still, it bothers me when I see it. It just, that's just not a sign of a healthy relationship. Is that's this what a, are you joking right now? Or are you serious? Because there exists in a time. And of course it's the eighties. So it shouldn't be at, even at this point. <laughs> uh, but no, still they harken back to a golden age when women stayed at home, did not have finances of their own, could not leave if they wanted to, and ha- only had access to their husband's money. And now, of course, I have. When did uh, when did women get the right to have a bank account by themselves? It was after the creation of the Jetsons, wasn't 1973, it? 1973, I want to yeah, say. After the creation of the Jetsons, so that's not even a bit. <laughs> that's just the the, the, the trappings that no, it's women from found the original in Jetson society one. But also, those are space bucks, so I don't like your. Con- I don't think your conversion rate is. I think your conversion rate is a little bit off. Well, he does talk about thousands being a big deal, so it feels right. The uh, I was worried as they were going on with this episode that because uh, it took them forever to get to the uh, Christmas Carol part of it. I'm like, oh Jesus, where are they going with this thing? Oh yeah. By the time they get to it, it's going to be there's going to be like three minutes left to do the whole Christmas Carol. And, there and for was. a while there, I thought what they were going to do is have uh, Jane like have you know like these ghost visitors because like oh you're spending too much of George's money. Oh. And I was like oh god no they're not going to. Unfortunately, they didn't. But even still, I feel they they were real judgy about her like spending money and it no, felt she's having good. fun. It was. Well, I mean, it, it was a trope back then, though. To be fair, right? Obviously, that's why they have it in the intro. But still, it. I was. I was filled with a sense of dread because, like, they were like, "We don't have enough money." She's like, "Yeah, it's fucking fine. Nobody worries <laughs> about money, asshole." And then just goes out and buys more and more stuff. Look, she's um, the only one that cares about having a fun Christmas. I mean, you can have. I was on her side in this. I was like, yeah, fucking spend that money, girl. I get it. Uh, The real gift is love, Gina. Hell no. The Uh, real gift is a robot cat that almost kills you. I mean, okay. Nope. Gina's right. The robot cat that almost kills you. Uh, (laughs) When you get tired of having your real cats try to kill you, (laughs) why not get a metal one? Fuck it. No, and the the intro, the opening part here of the Jetsons really emphasizes how unbelievably lazy these people are, how they live in a privileged future one could only dream of, where they have robots that scoop the cereal into their mouths and also uh, move their jaws for chewing. (laughs) They don't walk anywhere. They don't walk anywhere. They just have, you know, conveyor belts that take them where they need to go. And uh, there's a real weird line. Uh, which that all oh, that's just, these are lazy people. Um, I really hate them all. Um, George hates his job near as I can tell based on the intro. He just shows up. That's all he does. And then he makes a big comment. I hate my job. My job is terrible. And I thought they were setting up like a bit where he was trying to get one over on his family. Cause they do cut to him and he's having a party at work. So I'm like, Oh, okay. He's doing a bit where he's playing it up. Cause he, you know, him and his family have, trust issues and they lack quality family communication and um he's lying to them about going and having a good time 
but then it turns out his work does suck. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, because originally in like the sixties, the conceit was, you know, like in the future, everything would be easier. Uh, and then, so they map it on to, you know, a current, you know, wage slaves job or a contemporary and, um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm working so hard and he presses the one button and then that's mm-hmm. it. And you're, you know, making a commentary on technology. But 20 years later, it's a little bit different because Reaganomics is starting to become a thing and jobs are actually getting harder. Uh, and of course, like by 2022, you're just like, yeah, this doesn't this doesn't track at all. Like what they were trying to say simply does not make sense in a world where we have the technology and yet people are still, you know, getting worked down to the bone. Um, it just, fe- the whole thing just feels real weird. I-, I will say though, that like everything about this cartoon was always very, I mean, this, the Flintstones, it's very uh, like stereotypical tropey. Like the husband works, but hates his job. Right. The wife doesn't work and takes all the husband's money for shopping. The daughter is, is like popularity and boy obsessed. And the boy is like obsessed with playing and action. Like I rem- yeah. like there was an episode that I remember where they have these dream machines where you can plug in <laughs> what you want to dream about. And like Elroy's was like an action adventure where he's being like chased by bees and has to like jump over a Canyon and, and Judy's is that she's like a pop, a pop star or something like that. So it's not, there's no, for what this is it's it's not that problematic it's just you got to go in knowing oh okay this is going to be like a nick at night episode where they're all they all fit into these neat little boxes (laughs) you you lean into the trope or you try to subvert it and this is not a show that ever tried to subvert a goddamn thing yeah exactly that's fair maybe that's why we're also bored by it Be good. Um, uh, Judy has a bit where she wants to change clothes, and it was I, I was all right. Uh, you know, oh, this is too. What did she say? This is too subtle, and it's just too like this, like rock star. Yeah, I liked this bit. That bit too made me radical. laugh. It was too radical. Um, and then they leave. Astro the dog is doing a whole thing with trying to find his gifts ahead of time, and he forms like his ears form devil horns. <laughs> and he, he yeah. turns to the camera. They zoom in on his face. And uh, I would love to hear this astro laugh. <laughs> what the F is that? I like it. it <laughs> demonic. Yeah, they were try- <laughs> They wanted to like make sure that everybody got. He was doing what he wasn't supposed to do, even though they had clearly laid out that he was not doing what he was supposed to do. And they just like drove it over the edge to the point where you're like, is he going to? kill someone <laughs> what the fuck is going on he didn't need to do any of that i like it. it was pretty unnecessary so yeah we cut to uh uh the family's going to mooningdales get it not bloomingdales it's mooningdales catch that chan catch that, that joke is, that is lazy it's really like i i get it you're gonna have a couple in there um but the fact that they never got above this was real disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spacely appears. They do a cute cartoon bit where he actually like jumps out halfway out of the TV to yell at Jetson. And I was like, all right, you do it a thing. Um, yeah. That turns the party around on Christmas Eve. Now, all George seemingly works with his robots. Which yeah, is and a they're little- all hammered. And this was bu- this was before drunk robots became a thing on Futurama. But I like that he's partying with drunk robots. 
it just it just speaks to me of a sad existence. I mean, they're all basically Wilson the volleyball, uh, and he's there by himself with no human interaction except to get yelled at. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: they're clearly sentient creatures. Uh, they, they they can think for themselves and they have emotions. So, you know, uh, we could call it a commentary on corporate culture. Let's call it a commentary on corporate culture <laughs> and not delve into this any further. Yeah, I think it's best to just do that. Um, <laughs> Spacely uh, yells at him uh, that uh, uh, a new... Sh- uh, no, he doesn't yell at him. We'll get there in a sec. We cut back to... This is just where Rosie, Rosie, the robot, their robot made their Alice, uh-huh. if you will, uh-huh. uh, had some real weird lines, some real weird moments in this episode. There's a bit where she's doing cooking and I didn't, I understood there was probably some kind of a bit happening, but I was having a hard time like getting Yeah, she's it. making eggnog and, and there's only two, two ingredients, egg and egg, nog. That's, yeah, a pretty, that's a pretty yeah. solid bit. And then she gets drunk. Yeah. Oh, she's What's drunk like, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. When she makes it, because eggnog has alcohol in it, so she drinks it. And is, then is she's the alcohol like, the egg or the nog? The nog. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ, Ray, have you ever gotten drunk on an egg? <laughs> Do you not understand how uh, anything, you know what? Never mind. Chan, you already <laughs> know the answer to this. I, I don't, don't know why we're what's happening here either yeah, this is crazy uh, <laughs> i didn't get that i was just like all right rosie you do your thing uh astro uh breaks open his robot cat cat gift early it's a robot cat that he can chase around we, the house you're not gonna and talk about goes. the dog fucking <laughs> i'm sorry what? excuse me what happened i mean just the the there's some weird weirdly erotic uh um kissing with elroy and uh astro under the mistletoe here Oh, oh that, no! That got me a little going. Yeah. No, here's the thing. This yeah. is this is honor. like like Astro hangs the mistletoe, mm-hmm. or, or Elroy hangs it, and he's like, "Oh, it 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 makes things more festive." Yeah. And then Astro very sweetly kisses Elroy, and Elroy no, is like, no, no. "Fuck you! It's for humans, not dogs." No. And Astro says, "I'm sorry." And it is just the start no. of an episode that sees a lot of Astro abuse. Uh, Gina. When has a, a chaste casual kiss from a friend ever involved multiple tongues across your face <laughs> over and over repeatedly? He's a dog. That's how he kisses. Oh, is that is that what uh, your your boyfriend's told you? This is, this spoken, is normal. This, this is, is casual. Like a, a man who was once a sad child with no pets. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's fact. Wanted yeah. a kitty cat when I was a little kid. Now I have that. kitty cats, and I deeply regret my decision. GI <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Judy, Roger from Jupiter wants you to call. Hold it. No long distance calls till I make sense of these rates. Mother! Why don't you go to the Sprint store at Radio Shack for answers, George? Please! I hate it when she does that. Wow! Phones, answering machines, and long distance. But what's it going to cost? With Sprint, it's simple. Just a dime a minute, anytime. Really? Great! Now you can call Roger. Roger who? Oh, boy. The Sprint store at Radio Shack. You've got questions. We've got answers. Now, back to G.I. Joe. So, Astro chases the robot cat around. Yeah, I just, I kind of glazed over the making out with the dog thing. You know, who hasn't been there before? I'm with Gina on this. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just going to, no, no. <laughs> uh, at this point, George has just finished up. He's counting the literal seconds to go home. And that's when Mr. Spacely appears on his uh, monitor and says, we just got in a whole shipment. Uh, you're getting forced OT, bitch. Get back to work, motherfucker. And I understand what we're doing here. You know, like you you got to have, you got to set up this conflict where mean boss and whatever, but it's the, it is Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he's saying that we have to get these orders out because all of the toys at Christmas have spacely sprockets in them. He said, Chan, you're following the logic path here. That means that they would have to send out the sprockets. The other manufacturers would then have to make the toys and then get them out to the stores for people to buy them for Christmas, which is happening in a couple of hours. Correct. So either their manufacturing is so swift that uh, they can get it out fast enough for people to buy things still, uh, even as it's, you know, like eight o'clock at night uh, or even later, because he says, that, like, I may be able to get this done before midnight. Yeah. Um, and if that were the case, that they could do it that quickly, then they don't need to make fucking sprockets. Yo, like, th- but they just- have robots working for them. So that means they probably are that fast. Right. I mean, there's still the matter of physics and getting from place (laughs) to place and the construction of these things, whatever they are, toys. Yeah, every part of this is upsetting. Uh, It really, I really could go for a space union right about now. Um, Spunion? Yeah, a spunion. And uh, also, I was immediately remembering the uh, the Twitter handle uh, at fuck you, I quit. Uh, which is one of my favorite places on all of the internet, uh, yeah. not Twitter, but this particular yeah. aspect of it. 
And just all the people who basically bosses these days and back in the day, bosses used to get away with this bullshit because they basically owned you and you had no rights and they would blacklist you from anybody else hiring you because life was shitty. Now we live in a world where we have what are called options and bosses are suddenly having to realize and adapt to the fact that people won't put up with that nonsense anymore and you can just walk away. So the number of the chains on this Twitter uh, 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 profile where it's the boss saying, hey, I know you requested off this weekend for like your wedding, but I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. And then the person being like, if you don't come in, you won't have a job anymore. And he goes, okay, guess I quit. And then the boss says, well, let's not get hasty. Let's talk about this. <laughs> you know, can I just say that like this, the, you know, the title of this is a, a Jetson Christmas Carol. So you go into it expecting the Christmas Carol of it all. To sort of start right off the bat. You would think. Yeah. You've only got 22 goddamn minutes. Get yeah. To it. And at some point, it, it, like it doesn't actually start until 11 minutes in, which which made me realize that maybe this was one of those cartoons that they usually do 11 minute episodes. And hmm. and then they were just like, but yeah, the it's this is almost like it's two separate issues. Like the first is like two separate episodes. Like the first is like, oh, adventures in shopping at the mall. And then the second is the Christmas Carol-ness of it, because we don't even really see Spacely, you know, in his office and doing stuff until until 11 minutes in. Before that, he's just a head on a screen yelling at Jetson. Correct. Uh, and I, I was like, for a second, I was like, am I watching the wrong episode? Like, what the hell is going on here? And it was just a, an odd, I mean, also, once we get to the actual Christmas, Christmas Carol <laughs> plot, I have issues too. But mm. just the fact that they don't really even start it up until the exact halfway point was very strange. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's they, they spend way too much time setting up the, the, the situation and then blaze through the actual Christmas yeah. Carol part real yeah. fast. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. So okay, at this point, George Jetson wishes for ghosts, and this is what writers would call foreshadowing. <laughs> Do you know you might want to take a note on that? Oh, foreskinning. That is correct. They call it foreskinning. Okay. Um, cut back to the house. The cat is being still chased. The robot cat still being chased by Astro the dog. Stops to do a goddamn Roadrunner bit. And I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. I liked this. I, I like the, the Roadrunner bit. I'm glad you? Ray and I are on the same page here. I mean, if it were a Warner Brothers cartoon, sure, but that's straight up stealing. Oh. It's not just that they do that part of the bit, but then he chases the cat, smashes into the wall, and leaves the coyote sized imprint on the wall. And I was like, you know what? You're going for the bit, and I appreciate yeah, it. I like it. I like it. Mm, I guess none of you care about the rights of the artists. <laughs> Chan, you're the one who used the Lensa app of the three of us. So what the fuck are you I talking about? I also used it, but also sometimes it's okay to enjoy Wait, things, you Chan. you used it too. Aren't you the one giving us a monologue? It's okay to, it, sometimes it's okay to enjoy a good Roadrunner bit, Chan. <laughs> Not everything has to be miserable all the time. <laughs> uh, you know who's miserable all the time? <laughs> Yeah, no more walking the dog. <laughs> Judy doesn't know what walking the dog is for. Okay, I did make a note of this because this Astro going to be pooping everywhere. He is holding it in is the, yeah. what I'm concerned about. That poor bastard. Yeah, every this is what I'm I'm saying. This entire episode is just 
mistreatment after mistreatment of Astro. All he wanted to do was peek at his Christmas presents. And it it, it goes downhill from there. I don't I don't agree I, with that. Okay, no, hold no, on. No. He he wanted to start some shit. He yeah, was very. He was, he's excited about Christmas. He's excited about his Christmas presents. No, that's not an excited laugh he made. He was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna fuck some shit up." Yeah, I'm gonna teach he, people a lesson. I haven't been outside to take a crap <laughs> in six years. Yeah. Well, then I would say he is justified. Okay, if someone if someone prevented me from pooping every fifteen minutes, I would raise hell. Okay, well, that's all. Hold on. Um, no, no, no that normal. all tracks. Yeah, no, not, normal and healthy. Not, no. Nope, I I'm get starting it. Starting to understand why why her boyfriends were the way they were. Um, <laughs> feel like every fifteen minutes is is a, is a bit excessive. Normal and healthy, you eat and then that. it comes out. Gina, you know, uh, uh, while watching a movie, gets up for the sixth time <laughs> to go poop, and the boyfriend turns and says, "You know, are you sure every fifteen minutes is healthy? <laughs> How dare you? You are a monster. Stop trying to control me. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> why do I sound like Pizza the Hut in this scenario? Because you need to poop." Yeah. <laughs> Get me when I need to poop. I'll I'll sound like Pizza the Hut. <laughs> Once every three days or so, you know, when I poop. Ugh. It's normal, right? Chan's not weighing in, which means he's Uh-oh. he's me even weirder. Same poop schedule <laughs> marks down. Oh, you guys are synced up. We're oh my synced god! Up. Yeah, like yeah. Up our poops. So we do a cute. podcast for long. So <laughs> cute. God damn, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> if I was synced up with Gina on my poop schedule, I wouldn't be able to go to work. <laughs> Listen. All right. So asked. Okay, I did not understand this bit even a little bit. Um. Uh, 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 Astro smashes into the wall and this is why you know I am the personality type I am my first thought was not Astro is hurt I said oh the cat toy got fucked up and then everybody else in the episode is like oh Astro's hurt and I'm like oh that happened too I guess you're the worst person ever didn't care you're the worst person ever did not care now but he's sick he just got into a physical accident smashed into a wall left an imprint and then they say oh now he has a fever yeah, I, I also, I mean, they what? pay it off, but I also was a little bit confused because I, I thought I like looked away for a second and didn't understand yeah. what was going on. <laughs> did not, did not, did yeah, not the, care uh, for that, did not get it. I'm now, the other thing. Covered in Ebola or something. Well, <laughs> that would have been an amazing gift, Um, is that they, they, they have the dog's temperature at 102. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing I know about dogs is that 102 for a dog is a normal goddamn temperature. Oh, well, would you look at that? I just looked it up, and it turns out that, yes, that is indeed a normal dog temperature. It is a normal dog temperature, which means the writers, who obviously had the internet back then and could just look it up, (laughs) had no idea, and that's lazy writing. No, I bet this was like, I bet this was a note. I bet they said, like, 106, and people were like, look, kids don't know what the fuck a dog's temperature is supposed to be. They just know that when they have a fever, it's 102. So just make it 102, okay? And the note actually came in. It said, if we have to take a hit on a podcast 40 years from now for this, we're just (laughs) going to absorb it. It's worth it. It's worth it. You know what? All right. You know what? Okay. It still bothered me. Um, They want to call a vet and all the vets are closed because it's literally like midnight on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jetson George tries to get out of work and boss is okay see you tomorrow dick and he's just like it's Christmas dick it's actually off and he's like oh fuck you 
<laughs> oh, federal regulations? You so <laughs> Look, it's I the future. You don't know what's going on in the future. That's true. I, don't, I, mean, I think the corporations hold the government's hostage at this point. Look at this. Look at this <laughs> job. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is like when when everything is a Taco Bell. You know, maybe you there's know? just yeah. one. Maybe there's just one day off in the future. Can I? I've said it before. I'll say it again. We, you know, uh, movies brought us hoverboards, uh, you know, and now hoverboards are sort of a thing, right? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Star Trek, you know, in those movies, they brought us the iPad. They invented the tablet and that we now have them. Where are the shells? Where are the demolition man poop shells? Uh-huh. Why has nobody goddamn invented that yet? At this point, oh, you've had you're like 30 u- years. Wait, you're not using shells? Oh, Oh my Jane god! I've been don't using shells even, for years. Don't you even? I would be oh so god. mad at you if the shells are, actually were a thing. Are you still using bidets like a Neanderthal? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna Ray. talk to you about bidets for a sec. Bidets <laughs> change your life. You gotta get with the shells. Mm. I would switch to the shells though if that was a thing. And how dare I will, you? I would get you some shells. <laughs> I That's don't think gonna, they're going to work listen, the same way they work. Chan, Chan is going to bring you some janky shells. That's going to cut up your butthole, man. Don't take Chan's shells. <laughs> but if it's cut up, will it make me poop faster? Uh, I mean, you if, you cut I up enough, if, you, if you cut it up enough, it'll just fall out. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You know what? I'm in. Back in. <laughs> oh, I, I sort of grossed out even myself with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. You can hear the ocean in my butt now. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to leave it in, Ray. That's the thing. You know what? You do with your shells what you will, and let me do what I will with mine. Speaking of which, uh, same for the bidet. Um, <laughs> Love saying you, you don't have to. You can just take it out. If you folks uh, uh, listening at home don't have a bidet, just get one. They're not that expensive. They're very easy to install, and it will change your life. I hate yeah. when I yeah, don't Yeah, Ray at home. really likes the bidet. I got one. I did not like it. I ended up uninstalling it. That's yeah. outrageous to me. Didn't It'll didn't change one your part. life. I, I because said before you had a bidet, you did not have a wet, soaked, cold asshole. <laughs> And now you do. Congratulations. So much nicer. Your life has yeah. changed. It's, it's 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 way better, you know. Um yeah, it takes much life. longer to 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 wet your butthole and then dry it off. And you're essentially wiping anyway. So Ray yeah. just likes to take more time. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the, the only time he gets away steps. from his you family. Don't get it all. You don't get it all. You leave poop behind. Not with a bidet. <laughs> you just sandblast that <laughs> goes right out. Uh, I, 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 I question the science behind this but I don't look you poop once every three days I poop every 15 minutes who do you think knows more about butts and poop I'm concerned that you've accidentally <laughs> colonized yourself <laughs> I feel like maybe Gina did use the shells just a little bit too much and I think just go foo, foo, oh, right through. this all is started to put together in my brain um Anyway, uh, Spacely the boss, he's a real piece of shit. He's, uh, now I don't even understand how this works. He's got the day's take of cash on his (laughs) desk that he hasn't taken to the bed. How does, how does anything work in this universe that he works at a factory and yet has piles of cash? Look again, this is how kids think jobs work. I think you go (laughs) to job, you get cash. 
you go home from job? I mean, that's how restaurant life works. Uh, In 1985, the idea of a debit card was still pretty out there. Like credit cards were still a major thing and they still had the, um, those uh, big old metal things. things where you had to put the card into it and you ran a big old roller over carbon copies and it was still a very Byzantine process. So like the idea of Bitcoin or any sort of digital transactions were still like they, they literally could not imagine it, which is yeah bad, honestly. I remember having a thought at a, a Taco Bell once. Uh, this is back in like, you know, the Jeez, 80s, early shell. 90s. And I said, why aren't you having the shell? No, I thought to myself, wouldn't, why is it only cash here? Wouldn't it be so much easier if we evolved as a society where you could use your Visa card at a fast food place? Because back then it was pure cash transactions across the board. They did not, nowhere t- took cards unless you were like, you know, like a fancy store, right? Because they were, it was still pretty new kind of a deal. And so the first time I went to a fast food place and I saw Visa accepted here, I said, finally, a future I can live in. You should have patented that, man. You would have been a, a multi-dollar heir. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I would have bought Bitcoin. Mm, no, you don't. And then I wish I would have sold it before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Before anybody figured it out you know don't i stole some dogecoin though so anyway my point i'm trying to make is is that he falls asleep with his cash because that's how shit works in the jetsons universe that's fine the uh the jcu uh <laughs> and uh marsley his old business partner shows up and then promptly f's off like he really is unimportant we're really he he comes in says like three lines and he's gone like it is a fast transition there's no way go straight into the ghost of christmas past uh who's a, a robot who zaps him spacely and he flies around takes him to the playground he played at as a youth hold on gina wanted me to uh, uh oh, yeah. mark this and i i don't know why but oh. what a dumb dream this is that Marsley was always a bit of a sicko. That, that okay. is okay because it's such a strange, it's such it's such strange wording when you're talking about a head of a power, a powerful head of a big company being a sicko. That yeah. means sex stuff. Oh, that oh. means that dude had a private jet and he was flying underage boys to a private island. It, yeah, th- it doesn't relate up to anything uh that would make sense like he doesn't yeah. say like um uh oh i'll you know, i'm gonna i'm gonna make you do all this terrible stuff ha 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 and you know and then space is like ah oh, he's always been a bit of a sicko it's just out of the blue yeah that it's a weird thing to say it definitely indicates sex stuff like and it's just you know like Mar- marsley doesn't it's not like he shows up with like a ball gag in his mouth or something yeah he's he just shows up and is basically like oh man like don't do bad shit because i did bad shit and now i'm in hell anyway see you later just like and then and then the response is like oh he was always a sicko i mean i, I suspect they were trying to do some sort of joke of like Maybe because he was saying something about like money isn't everything. And then it's like, yeah, "Yeah, you fucking weirdo. Like, I guess that was supposed to be it, but he doesn't say it. 
Yeah, he doesn't it's, it's, say it's it. very it's a very weird like it's a it's a weird roundabout way of doing it that made me think Spacely was witness to some horrible crimes, horrible sex crimes investigated by SVU. Yeah, I do, 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 do. I always stand behind this uh, read of things. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you singing? He's trying to do the SVU theme song. Uh, One of my favorite shows of all time. Wow, you should be better at the song then, because that was terrible. Yeah, okay, he got there, I think. <laughs> I feel good about it. I feel good about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, usually my my singing on the show does not go over. I feel like I hit my marks today, and I'm going to take the, the dub uh, from Gina and walk away. Thank you. Also, I love, I freaking love SVU. It's just yeah, so wonderful. Yeah, SVU is great. I mean, I haven't watched it in about a decade, but anytime I watch a rerun from a decade ago, it was solid. What if I told you that any new episode you'd watch is exactly like the ones from a decade ago? <laughs> nothing. Then I'm all in. They've the cracked the code. The actors have slightly changed, but nothing else has. I mean, Dick Wolf has cracked the code then. Dick Wolf is a genius. Big fan. Big fan. Anyway, we're at the playground of Spacely's youth. There's a lemonade stand that he owns that George Jetson is running. And I got infuriated by this because George show, uh, J- uh, Spacely shows up to get the day's profits. Uh, Jetson gives him all the money. And then Spacely first off just tries to take off with all the money. And George is like, yo, I get paid for this. He goes, here's a penny, bitch. Don't be greedy. And then flies off with all the money. And I'm like, why the F did George work for this guy ever? Ever again. This is kind of what I'm saying that like, in 2022 it reads really differently because like back then it was sort of like a joke there's no way that a human being could treat other humans this way and oh. now we're like wow that's really not far off uh and and you'd like to think that uh george would eventually be like oh no fuck this i'm out of here but we find out uh in the real world what happens is people just go like well yeah but he's not really that bad. And they'll start defending the people that are shitting on them like that, like an abuse mass relationship. And then, uh, Spacey buys Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and an army of bots come to his defense saying, well, you're talking about him. Why are you still talk? Why are you still on Twitter? Yeah. If you hate yeah. Spacely so much and no one else. Yeah. I, I will. I will also say that like, th- this has some slight, uh, slight differences from other iterations of uh, Christmas Carol. And the changes are not for the better. At first I was like, oh, they're trying to not just make it so straightforward. But one of the changes they, they, that they make, and I mean, we will get there, but is that like Spacely doesn't do the right thing for the right reasons in the end. Like he the whole never point, does. No. The whole point of, of a Christmas Carol is to show someone like, Oh, remember, like in a second, we get to the first ghost who, by the way, is supposed to be like jolly and happy to ease him into this whole experience. And also it's supposed to be about how like, oh, when we, you know, when we look back on the past, we look at it in sort of a jolly way. 
So like in every iteration, the first ghost is the jolliest. And this one right off the bat is terrifying. The ghost of Christmas past is scary right off the bat. He is. Now, I did I did like the moment when he watches him like rip off George Jetson and then Spacey laughs. He goes, ha ha, thanks for the hilarious memory. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, so this was one of the changes because, like in in a Christmas Carol, it shows him. It's it. Like the whole point is like, hey, remember before you were a greedy dick? Remember when you lived for stuff other than money and you were just sort of creeping up on greed? But this just goes to show that, like, ever since he was a kid, Spacey was a greedy asshole. There was no before time. He just was always a dick. Yeah, it's kind of hard because I I was wondering. I was thinking the same thing as like, um as we got near the end, I was like, oh, he's not learning a lesson. There's no arc here. And like, oh, right. It's a, it's a cartoon. He can't learn the lesson because he has yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. do the thing. And I couldn't tell if I, if I felt bad about that or not. So I just sort of, uh, but, yeah. But the thing is like, usually in episodes of cartoons, usually the holiday episodes are like exempt from any, you know, like any, any real, like, even if they do sort of learn something or even if there is growth, holiday episodes are usually taken as like standalone things that aren't going to affect the the world as a whole. So it's a weird choice to be like, okay, here's how, like, here's how it could go. You show him before he's greedy and then you show him in present day what's going on, how his actions are affecting others. And then you show him how sad everyone, like how sad his death will be and he won't have anyone who loved him and then he'll change. But instead it's like, okay, we'll show him that he was always a dick, that he was always a greedy dick. We'll show him something now that he doesn't care about at all. And then we'll show him a future, which he also doesn't care about. It's amazing. Now, just moving forward, we, we, we now... Go to the past, but more recent past, to his teenage year. I don't even know why this bit is in here. But they go to a movie theater where he's with his date, who is his future wife. And she's like, I think you love money more than me. And he's like, I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you are correct in your assumption. But at least I like you more than Spaceball. (laughs) I mean, I just, and she married him anyway. Like, she's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take half a day off on our anniversary. What do you think? No, uh, (laughs) half a day off on our wedding day. Our wedding day, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess like at least he, at least he's honest. (laughs) Yes. Maybe that I'm saying maybe that's her reasoning. Maybe she's like, well, you know what? Could be worse. You know what? Uh, We skipped over a part uh, in between before we go on this trip. Uh, he's like, oh god, what's going on? This was a terrible nightmare or whatever like that. Uh, then uh, Spacey says this. What a lot of bizarre dreams I'm having. Must have been that Spacey Lunar Sandwich I had for lunch. <laughs> a Spacey Lunar Sandwich for lunch. He, he's he has he thinks he has some sort of food poisoning, <laughs> and so you would expect him to say some version of like a um a sandwich, a futuristic sandwich. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe even a joke that is a futuristic take on tomain poisoning or you know something along those lines uh-huh. but a spacey lunar sandwich that's it that's as hard as they wanted to work on that gag making nightmares is uh yep that's some bullshit that is just flat out lazy fucking <laughs> bad writing i'll say it i'll i'll say it to the face of whoever wrote this goddamn episode that was Jen. a badly written bit. 
You thought that was lazy. We immediately go to the ghost of Christmas present who's in the shape of and form of a goddamn Christmas present. And he calls out the joke. Tell you what. I kind of like this one. No, God damn it, Chan. You can't tell me you had lazy writing and and like that. That is a pun. (laughs) And they made the effort. And I appreciated it. Uh, He's just being contrary, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought this was fine. This was like, you know, I, I was still hung up on the the inaccuracy of the, you know. I was like, well, what are they going to get wrong about this one? And and honestly, I, like, I'm very sad that they didn't just have Elroy be the thing that was fucking sick instead of making the dog sick, uh, which I did not yeah. like. And and I do not like that. Because because like Ghost of Christmas Present is like here. Look at your poor, like your poor employee came home to a sick dog, and Spacey's like I don't give a fuck. Like again in a he Christmas does. Carol, seeing Tiny Tim is is when he's you know like he's he's going by inches each time. Like when he sees the past, he's sort of like, yeah, okay, well I was happy, but but I ne- I needed money, so I can't be blamed for that. And then he sees you know Tiny Tim, and he's like well, what's going to happen to him? Is he going to be okay? And then in the end, he's like, well, fuck. Like, it's just, it's, it's you know, a death by a, a million cuts. Yeah. But this is like, he sees his past. And he's like, oh man, good times. I was a dick. <laughs> Great times. And then he sees a sick dog and he's like, why are you showing me a sick, stupid fucking dog? Like nothing. It's just so weird. It's so yeah. weird that they're not. Ha- and I don't know if it's because they think kids won't get nuance that they like, they don't cannot. have him th- him say like, but this to me is like he's he's unredeemable at this point. Like the whole in in a Christmas Carol, he's genuinely like, oh, you mean Tiny Tiny Tim is gonna die? Oh shit, that sucks. And in this, he's like, yeah, fucking make meat meat soup out of that dog. Like I don't care. <laughs> and and he's truly irredeemable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, I hate they, it. They literally they take him to the house like this is the Jetsons' house. He's like, yeah. Here's a sick dog. He he's probably going to die. And he goes, f- f- and <laughs> like he could not be clearer with his disdain for the fact he's even there in the first place, being made to think about it. And I I, I get it. Uh, yeah, there is. Ghost, if a ghost picked me up on Christmas Eve to take me to somebody's house to show me their dying dog, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> really. Uh- there is one thing that I liked, and then the rest of it is all pure shit. Uh, I like that the ghost of Christmas future is a, uh, a robot that just goes beep, beep, beep. Yeah, that's I like it. That. Nope, that's he, all. He was a giant I server. That um, I thought it was fun. Yep. Um, uh, uh, th- th- and, and to what Gina said, here we go. Here's, here's our payoff for all of this. They go to the Jetsons' house. Now, the Jetsons now have a mansion, a space mansion, that literally the kids come up saying, I need a few thou uh, 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 for, for the weekend. He goes, hold on, let me press a button and make that shit rain. As they sit there <laughs> coated in piles of like breaking bad palette money. They start laughing. Like, Will that be enough for you? <laughs> We're all shitty. <laughs> oh, well, it makes me think about my dead dog. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is like one of those moments where I, I do think the writers were like, how can we make it slightly different than a regular Christmas Carol? Oh, instead of having him regret that, 
you know, like his life turns out sad and lonely and other people's lives turn out sad and lonely, we'll have his employee's life turn out great. And that'll be the thing that pisses him off, basically. But I I just hate the fact that they're enjoying life after after their dog dies. <laughs> Like, I hate it. I hate that they I hate that they get this money because they find out that Astro swallowed a piece of that metal cat that was made by Spacely Sprocket. So then they sued Spacely and got all his money. And like, you know, it's kind of funny that this is what makes him change. It's not his concern. It's just that he doesn't want to be sued and lose his money and have this other family live this happy life. Like, that's yeah. kind of funny. But I just, I, if it had been Elroy, I would have liked it much better. If they had just been like, oh, our son is dead, but at least we're rich. I could get behind that. I they don't buy that people there. live a happy life after a pet dies. Uh, are, are all of your animals alive? Yeah, they. my parents told me they just went to live at a farm. A farm upstate. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah. Gotcha. They're doing great, by the way, Gina. They're doing great. I uh, know. Okay. They, send, they send me postcards sometimes. Yeah. I uh your you your pets can write. Oh, by the your, way, no one mentioned that the the drive-in is playing a Flintstones movie. Uh, I didn't even notice. I I did, and I was like, that's kinda no, it's really not. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it does it does raise all sorts of questions because there was a crossover of Jetsons and Flintstones at one point. So in in this shared universe, it's weird that they're watching a thing. But I like little things like this. I like when animators, you know, like someone probably said, oh, they're watching something on the TV. And the animators are like, oh, it'll be fun if they're watching the Flintstones. Yeah. I think that's, it's fun. That's fine. It's fine. It's not fun. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, to you, that's that's as good. That's as good as fun. That's as good as it's going to get. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so yeah, the, the, the Sprocket got inside Astro. It killed him, and so they sued Spacely oh, Sprockets for uh, all his money, and now are living half. The- now I can't believe this is the only dog in the history of the world that this has happened to. So I don't really, I don't really get. It seems weird. Anyway, uh, a new day has sprung. It is Christmas Day, and Spacely has taken a vet uh, out of his home to go to the Jetsons' house. And the, in a disturbing moment, they x-ray the dog, they find the sprocket, and then he just opens his mouth, reaches his hand down there to the dog's uh-huh. stomach and rips it out. Yeah, that's how things work in cartoons. Not, Have you ever not seen suggested. anyone, anyone eat, a, eat a turkey leg in a cartoon? Not suggested. If, <laughs> if your cat eats some string and that string starts coming out of his butt, don't pull a chatty Cathy and just like yank it like Ugh. a lawnmower. That's actually Gross. very bad for the animal. Which direction are you yanking it? We're yanking it out. The front or the back? Either or. Both bad. Hmm. All right. Let's get some scissors and cut that off. Uh, Yeah. Spacely Spacely brings them some presents. Again, it's pretty funny that he's had this change of heart just so they won't sue him and get his money. Uh, Yeah, I would have liked it a lot better if there was if the kid died. The one gift that he gave away that I found disturbing was edible aliens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Oh, like, I'm, I think that that's a running thing. Let me see. I think it's a running thing. Uh, because, like, there was a little a little fact that was like, oh, he's orbity eats edible aliens. So I don't know if that's a. Well, I guess it's not. 
I thought it was like a running thing throughout it that it's like the equivalent of like jawbreakers or whatever. But I guess it was only mentioned in this episode. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. All aliens are edible if you got the Constitution. That's all I'm going to say. I, also, I forget Orbity's thing, but isn't like he always reminds me of uh, of of like Nibbler. Like, is he just isn't he just eating shit all the time? I don't know. I could be just I don't just know. Confusing one robot cartoon with another robot cartoon. Could be literally anything. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, and then Rosie has a weird she gets a silver apron. And I guess from earlier, she must still be wasted. Um, <laughs> she has a so. real weird response to it that I was just like, is there some like undercurrent here that I should have picked up on before where Rosie like actively hates her job, but she's programmed to be cheerful? No, like, she's she's see, she's not cheerful. She's like the maid from the Brady Bunch. She's a little she's a little sass bot. She was a sass bot. Yeah, I I, I actually asked and a sterling silver apron. Wow. <laughs> I mean, That's wow. not weird. Oh, yeah, an yeah. apron. Thanks, everybody. She's excited. Did not sound excited. Given the, the the this cartoon, I feel like that is like the direction given was be excited, and that's what they yeah. got. Like, perfect. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, uh, she's a very she's a very specific character, and she's usually pretty sarcastic. So I think for her, that's as excited as she gets. Yeah, and that's. I it. mean, they program their robot slaves to have attitudes that they don't particularly like what they're doing it's part of the fun of having a robot slave <laughs> yes ah, to abuse them, just like excellent. we learned in westworld <laughs> yeah if they didn't give us any sass back we would be like this is too it's you're taking all the joy out of this yeah. if i didn't have the fear that you were going to turn murderous this would be less fun when i assault you <laughs> also you like you know like we've all seen what is that i robot or something with will smith like the the new robots that turn against them are very polite so i would rather have a robot with a little bit of a tood that's never going to actually rebel than a very polite robot that's clearly biding its time until it one day crushes my windpipe gene i I got bad news for you about the robots and i robot um they (laughs) did rebel (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But like, you know, it's like the new ones that rebel. And when they show up, they're very polite and very helpful. I want a sassy, rosy robot that I know is not going to kill me. I don't want the overly polite ones. Those are the serial killers. I mean, that's true in life and robots. Look at Norman Bates. Man just loved his mother. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That is the last episode of 2022, but not the end of season six. Oh, I got my hopes up. I thought that was going to be the last ever. <laughs> no, Robert Clark Chan, you're in too deep. You I need mean, to finish all Christmas ends, now. If the world ends on New Year's Eve, it'll be the last ever. Oh, here, there you go. So you got something Fingers to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to a certain aspect of the end of our show when we do our sign off and what Robert Clark Chan is going to say. Wait, am I supposed to say something cool? Oh. Is there some sort of running bit that I should be remembering right now? I guess I don't. when we get there, you'll realize that's the moment. Oh, crap. <sighs> we'll find out. Well, anyway, any last things to say about the Jetsons Christmas 2022? Anything at all? Uh, it's like the under-seasoned chicken of the holiday specials. I'll eat it. I'm not going to hate it. It's not going to give me diarrhea, but I'm not really loving it. Yeah, I, I feel like this episode kind of showed us where we came from, and definitely everything is better now, and culturally and in cartoons. 
Yeah. But again, Jetsons is a relic, and we olds are the only ones keeping it around. Nobody, nobody wants it anymore. I'm gonna tell hey, you right it's on now. HBO Max, and they've pulled almost everything else. So, yeah, Gina, they pulled <laughs> things that had value. Soon, this will be the only thing you can watch on HBO Max. <laughs> the reason why, because there was no future value to be earned in the Jetsons, so there was no reason to pull it. It's it's David Zaslav's big uh, big plan all along has been to. To make it an oh all God. Jetsons streaming platform because he's Welcome loved it since Jetsons he was a kid. Plus. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Yeah, that might be true, uh, honestly. Yeah, I just, millennials and Gen Z not watching the Jetsons, right? You don't know it's that. Only, you don't know that. They watch Friends. They do watch, but Friends has some value. No, it doesn't. Arguable. Well, I could argue it. I'm not even a big <laughs> Friends fan. In fact, the first episode of Friends I ever watched was the finale. Oh, God. <laughs> But I understood its cultural impact as we were as we were doing it. Doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really. Still hold being up. felt I, today. I, I won't, you know what? It's fine if you're a Friends writer and you're hiring a mid level writer right now. I will. I, I'll rewatch all of Friends and talk to you how, about how much I love it. Hanukkah, <laughs> Hanukkah, that animal that he dresses up like on Hanukkah, hilarious, hilarious bit. Armadillo, Hanukkah, armadillo, hilarious. You know, needs a job, Gina is way more kind <laughs> to television shows. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't Gina. say way more. I would say, I would say, trying hard not to be offensive. Okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. Oh my goodness gracious! Anyway, that is our show. Those are the Jetsons, the Jetson Christmas Special, uh, season two, episode thirty-six. Thank you. Um, because I did have to look it up after the Smurfs debacle. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um anyway uh you can find us all the places you all know us we're, we're gonna come back and in the new year we're gonna watch the three gi joe mini movies i forget which one comes first but uh maybe spy true i don't know we're gonna watch them all in order and it's gonna be very exciting i'm sure more new gi joe for gina to learn oh boy Hell yeah and then when season seven of Knowing Us Half the Podcast starts, we will be watching G.I. Joe Sigma 6 season one, the anime inspired and themed G.I. Joe series that people don't like very much. Look, I'm going to I'm I'm calling it now for this next iteration of G.I. Joe. I'm just going to call all of them different versions of Duke. So I'm going to say Lady Duke. I'm going to say brown hair duke because i refuse to learn more gi joe names when i barely learned any but duke is one that i know <laughs> the problem is you still couldn't pick duke out of a lineup I, I mean he is to be fair he is the most generic of the original yeah. gi joes like if you're if you're like hey which one's which one's snow job is it this guy with some blonde hair that's just wearing a green outfit or is it the guy in a snowsuit but if you're like, abs. hey, which one is Duke? Is he the one that's like wearing some sort of military outfit? But like other than that, doesn't have anything notable about him. See, this is the problem, Gina. I'm going to tell you right now. I could put pictures of Duke, Steeler, Grunt, Breaker, and yeah, like that's... two other generic looking Joes in front of you. And you would not be able to tell me which one was Duke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're not giving you a wolf or a parrot or a snowsuit or a lady ponytail, mm. then what am I working with here? Yeah, thank you. And we all love Duke, but yeah, I feel what you're saying. A hundred percent. Anyway, that's our show. We got way more to come in the new year. So you can always check us out. Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast or 
Go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast for five bucks. You can access our vault. Do you not get enough of us? There's like 250, 300 episodes on the feed at this point, but there's like 200 more in the vault that you still have not heard. And you're going to want to go check those out. So you go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. We work with you. We want you to check them out. We enjoy it when you enjoy us. Um, it's also enjoyable for you to go back and listen to an sh- episode we did like six years ago and then and then t- tweeted us as if we know what you're talking about. <laughs> My favorite moment. <laughs> not going to lie. Good times. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show. You can check us out uh, those places or you can find us on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. But individually, I'm at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. No, I'm you at- aren't. Oh, crap. Oh, that's what you were talking about. You are correct. I'm going to need to come up with something new to say. Oh, crap. <laughs> You'll be back. You'll be back. Why? Because because Elon tweeted a poll about whether or not he should resign, and you need to at least take part in that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what Elmo lost does? his own poll. He said he would abide by the by the poll results. He's clearly was not expecting what they were. I think he underestimated how much people. But it's hilarious to watch it keep going up because, you know, he's like a kid at school that's like, hey, who loves me? And then like no, everyone is like, fuck you. And it's like, what? <laughs> to be fair, watching him get booed mercilessly at the Chappelle show. Yeah, um, his humiliation I, is hilarious. It is hilarious because there's nothing he cares about more than yeah. getting the respect of people he doesn't give a shit about. That, um, that poll is an amazing opportunity to watch him melt down in real time as he keeps going to it and checking it and commenting on it. Yeah, I love and it. I can enjoy all that without being on the GD site. But as long as you're not paying for it. I canceled my Twitter blue the second he bought it. The fact that you got Twitter blue is so dumb. Gina, it was $3 (laughs) and it gave me an edit button. Like it was worth. Nah. Not worth it. Eight bucks. And then if you have that blue check mark on Twitter that says you paid for Twitter, you are a stupid asshole. That's all (laughs) I will say about that. You're an idiot. Yeah. Absolute idiot. And no one respects you. That's what I think too. But I'll tell you how I really feel if you go on patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast for my 92 minute rant off the cuff on Twitter and how dumb you are if you bought a blue check mark. I'm at Gina Ippy on Twitter, <laughs> on Mastodon, on Hive, on Instagram, and soon to be post. Oh, oh my God. God. Is there another one? Dude, is Hive still a thing? I got to ask this question before we go because Hive hasn't updated anything for me in two weeks. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did a couple days ago. Mine's, mine's is still it, is it, is, Was it broken and now fixed? Is that the deal? I mean, it's like two people running it. So they're, they're having glitches, understandably. But but like for I, two weeks, the site to not work is kind of rough. It was just you. This was like when you couldn't find Chan on something. It's just oh, you. Mastodon. Well, Mastodon's te- oh, look, it still hasn't updated. It's, it's been two weeks me. plus. Maybe you just Literally, don't have I any friends posting post anything. From more than t- less than two weeks ago. Maybe you just don't have any friends posting anything. Are we still on the podcast? We've <laughs> got, got a plane to catch. You guys, I really like getting Starbucks cards for Christmas. Can I just say that? Yeah. Like Of the many bougie things uh, this new office life has afforded me, mm-hmm. is that sometimes people just give me, just give me Starbucks cards. Hell yeah. I'm going to use them, and it's wonderful. 
I like you Starbucks guys, cards. A week ago, I posted that Hive hasn't updated in a week, and I have gotten no response to that post whatsoever. Why I is think... Hive broken? <laughs> I thought Hive was going to be better than Mastodon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny. So it's it's a Fire Bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use it, his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Score Bunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Score Bunny. And Score Bunny's like- Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds <laughs> like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.